If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the... So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves, until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, You'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Hey, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Um, wasn't that some great audio by Paul Harvey? He was a an American radio broadcaster. I remember my dad used to listen to him, I believe, but quite chilling. I'm going to have quite a few audio segments in this uh, episode, but we'll be talking about uh, Australia's madness, um, various news article postings, uh, some more COVID vaccine confusion. Um, just this whole episode is basically COVID vaccine related type stuff. Um, I honestly feel like I I got let's see I got suspended from Twitter, and I kind of it, by that suspension I lost contact with my you know feminist type people on Twitter, which was a you know a, quite a big number of people. 
So with that suspension and my Facebook 30-day ban, I don't care about Facebook. I don't care about like lefty platforms anymore. Um, but uh, I've I just noticed that it just, I know this is all God's doing, so it's, it's awesome to see, but um, I gravitated towards um, finding, you know, somehow these people in LA that have been protesting against vaccine passports and mandates and mask crap. And by the way, I said crap like 50 million times in my last episode. Um, I, I need to find better words instead of saying crap. It's better than cussing, so I can, I'll say that much. So, you know, I've just gotten more fired up and passionate about our freedoms in America, um, you know, pertaining to the vaccines and lockdown, whatever you want to call it, you know, very well what's been going on, um, obviously. So I've kind of shifted my focus on protecting American freedoms and remembering the Constitution. Because at the end of the day, what does it matter? Like, okay, uh, let's see, how do I say this? Um, Like, I'm not obviously, I'm not sitting here denying that any of the trans stuff is uh, I'm not denying that it's going on or that's happening but being in that whole realm of you know fighting against that evil obviously was exhausting to me and I have gotten to the point where I'm like it's not going to end I think we're going to have to live with this uh, evil in our world and destruction of reality and figure out how to navigate it Um, and just being inundated day in and day out with all the trans stuff I would see on Twitter and Instagram, because, you know, that's what I was just, who I was following. It was exhausting. It's the same crap, and, you know, I'm trying not to cuss here, over and over and over. And most of it's like, oh, people on Twitter screenshotting some crazy fetishy man who's into sissy hypnoporn. You know, these people are deranged, like absolutely deranged. People would screenshot their, like, what they said and... um and like they're like look at this you know look at this nasty person and i'm like at the what are we going to do like their twitter allows that badness in fact twitter like verifies these fetishy deranged individuals you know they're they're lifted up on these platforms because these platforms are evil and people that run them are evil so i'm like what am i supposed to do you know what am i twitter doesn't listen to uh women give me a break it doesn't mean i'm giving up by any means but long explanation here. I'm like, at the end of the day, what does it matter, you know, if there's a man in my bathroom, if I can't even go to that public bathroom because they're acquiring papers. So I feel like, you know, this whole stuff that's going on in the world is pitting two sides, two people, two groups. of It's segregating people and separating people. And I feel like the trans thing is honestly a massive distraction from, yeah, basically losing our freedoms in America. I admit I was definitely distracted, and I feel like there's a lot to catch up on for me personally with the vaccines and whatnot. Um, to educate myself, I've been spending uh, Monday and Tuesday, you know, focusing on this week's podcast on bringing you truths that, you know, people just don't have time to research, so I'd be happy to uh, bring it to you. Plus, my guest canceled this week, and I'm trying to kind of go back to my solo podcasting because I've had this is like the third person that's canceled in a row um some of them have legit excuses some of them do not and um I don't know plus the person went crazy on me anyway that's neither here nor there um so let's see I'm going to play to you some audio I guess did I finish my what I was saying there um yeah so I'm going to be focusing less on the transgender evil garbage because I just feel like it's just they are like a minority of, I mean, it is a threat on society, but 
I'll, again, I'm just here to protect American freedoms. Uh, anyway, I'm going to be playing you an audio from uh, her username is New York Nadia on Instagram, and it's a wonderful speech, and she has a wonderful Instagram page. So uh, I'm just going to play that right now. This message is to my brothers and sisters in the United States, but also to my brothers and sisters around the world who witness in horror the current state of our nation. I've read your comments, and I thank you for your support and for your prayers. I hope this message serves. In order to fully understand what is happening in our world today, and in America specifically, we need to understand what the World Economic Forum is, who founded it, who funds it, and what it seeks to achieve. The WEF was founded on January 1971 by Klaus Schwab. Schwab is a globalist, which means his mission, as well as that of the WEF, is to establish a globalized world governed by a self-selected coalition of multinational corporations, governments, including the UN, and civil society organizations. These aren't my words. These are Schwab's words. You can read them for yourself in any one of his four published books concerning what Schwab calls, quote, the Great Reset. They are available on Amazon.com. I urge you also to research the World Economic Forum's response to COVID-19 and the unique opportunity that it said this virus has afforded the Great Reset. It's eye-opening. The WEF holds annual meetings every January at a resort in Davos, Switzerland. This event brings together over 3,000 paying participants, including business leaders, political leaders, celebrities, economists, and journalists from around the world. They gather for five days to discuss global issues across 500 sessions. In other words, this is where power influence and money are made. It's important to note that the World Economic Forum does not report its income, its expenditures, nor does it pay federal taxes. In addition, the WEF holds six to eight regional meetings each year in different locations throughout Africa, Latin America, India, and East Asia. Two additional annual meetings convene in China and the United Arab Emirates. It's important to note which nations are listed as members of the WEF and where these meetings are held, mainly because doing so reveals where they're not being held and the world governments that are not members. Do you see it yet? Anyone who has followed American politics and America's economy since 9-11 can see that this nation has been on a downwards trajectory culturally, economically, and militarily. Anyone who has bothered to notice can point to the Patriot Act as the beginning of the end for the ideals of life and liberty that we once held so true and that served as a comfort to the citizens of the world. The question is if this decline was the natural result of unforeseen circumstances or if it was orchestrated, which brings me back to the World Economic Forum and its mission statement, because I don't see how a world government can be established as long as a world power already exists. Can you? There are many detrimental and extreme cultural changes that the United States has undergone in the past 20 years and at an accelerated pace. I could speak at length about any one of them, but for the sake of brevity, let's just take the current situation in Afghanistan as an example. Does the hasty withdrawal from Afghanistan and the ensuing chaos make any sense to you? Is it believable that the United States, a nation with unparalleled resources, had no intelligence that would have warned it about a Taliban takeover? ISIS and the Taliban have been at odds for years, and ISIS-K has been able to attract the bulk of competent fighters away from the Taliban 
through better pay and a more appealing mission statement. The withdrawal of U.S. troops would have allowed ISIS-K the opportunity to dominate the Taliban without the threat of American retribution. So why would ISIS-K bomb Kabul airport when we were already leaving? When our withdrawal was imminent and only days away, why would they do anything to attract our attention or a military response when they were almost in the clear? On a strategic level, does any of that make sense to you? For those of you who will argue that these people are primitive and don't operate on logic, put your biases aside and ask yourself if you honestly believe that an organization such as ISIS exists and has existed for decades without a solid strategy. This situation has raised more questions than it has answered because the truth may be too hard to bear. We struggle to make sense of it while still holding on to the way we thought things were, the way we wish things were and because the emerging reality is too difficult to accept. America is a nation on the brink of decline. We can all see that, but the why is what keeps us up at night. Contradictions do not exist, said Anne Rand. Whenever you think you are facing a contradiction, check your premises. You will find that one of them is wrong. Sadly, she was right. I have no doubt that there are world leaders who see a declining America as an opportunity for their own rise in power. And these world leaders would no doubt support a globalist agenda that would hasten our demise. But there are other world leaders who are a lot smarter than this. They understand that once America is dismantled, they would be next. I would petition these leaders to act, if not on our behalf, then at least for their own self-preservation. There are also many Americans today who choose to ignore what's happening around them. I know some and I understand why. Our current reality is overwhelming and helplessness takes over when we think that there's little we can do to fight back. I get it, but I urge you to understand that your willful blindness won't save you. It won't spare you. As difficult as it is to face reality, doing so will help you prepare for whatever comes next, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. All is not lost and it's not over, far from it. We've only just begun. No doubt that things will get worse before they get better, but it's when things are at their worst that strong conviction is needed the most. A man or a woman who lives without conviction is like a rudderless ship, and weakness is not a luxury that any of us can afford right now. While it's easy to say do not comply, it would be irresponsible of me not to remind you that anyone who fights for a cause is sure to incur loss. That's inevitable. And historically, things do not turn around quickly. Perseverance is the key to success in any endeavor. We also have to accept that many times we will stand alone. There won't be a group there to cheer us on. But it has to start somewhere, and that somewhere is with you, with each one of us as individuals. Whether we are civilians or public servants, heads of state or military members, we will each have to consult our own conscience, ask ourselves what we believe in, where our loyalties lie, and then act based on those principles. It will get lonely, it will get hard. But as Dr. Jordan Peterson said, the difficulty of a task is irrelevant when the alternative is worse. Remember that. After 9-11 happened and our nation reeled, President Bush said, they hate us because we're free. I wonder if that was ever true. Thinking back on those words today, I wonder what others may have known about us 
that we still haven't realized about ourselves. I wish us all great clarity and courage. God bless America. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that one. Great reset and all that madness. Uh, you know, I've been researching the Great Reset and whatnot for a couple of months now from, uh, I keep wanting to say, it's it's Corbett Report, but what's his name again? Uh, it's just CorbettReport.com. He has all his information. He has information about transhumanism, um, Great Reset. Go to his website and there's a top right search bar. You can literally just type, the, or actually you don't have to say they, but Great Reset. And he has multiple resources on that. And then, um, this is great. He actually has a video called Explaining the Great Reset to Conspiracy Beginners. Um, and then if you are curious about transhumanism, type that in. Curious about who Bill Gates is and what his whole background and history of him is, type in Bill Gates. What is that one called? I think it's just literally like, uh, it just is, who is Bill Gates? Full documentary 2020. Um, yeah, I mean, he has multiple videos about him, so I highly, highly, highly recommend going to his website to check all that out because he lays it out better than I ever could, honestly. Um, yeah, so, gosh, I have so much to talk about. Um, I don't know, Instagram authoritarian BS, like nothing new here. Posted a photo that is of Hitler. Uh, the top photos of its caption says, it didn't happen because of the actions of one man. It happened because of people who were, quote, just doing their jobs. And this is so hilarious instagram puts a visit the COVID 19 information center on the bottom of this image but meanwhile the image says nothing about covid or vaccines or anything so i'm like wow it's like they're admitting that it's this is like authoritarian like nazi nazi-esque because why would they put that covid warning stamp on it weird so that photo got removed uh weeks ago and i appealed it and they put it back up because i'm like wait a minute but no, i i didn't even caption it saying anything about covid or anything i think i just posted the photo he got reinstated. I posted it again w within a bulk uh, post of photos, and it says, we've reviewed your photo and removed it for violating our community guidelines. Thank you for requesting a review. We reviewed your photo again and confirmed that it, it goes against our community guidelines. Other steps you can take. If you disagree with Instagram's decision, you can appeal to the Oversight Board, and that's capitalized, Oversight, and then OB. Uh, using this reference ID, the board chooses certain Instagram decisions to review, focusing on those that are the most challenging and relevant to the community. You have until September 14th, when you're appeal, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I just think that's hilarious and you have to start asking yourself, why is this so heavily censored? Like it's literally a historical photo. I, I don't get it. Like I'm not, I'm not, it's just crazy. Like we're not even allowed to talk about history anymore. I think it's quite interesting and not an accident that they're covering up, uh, Nazi history because it is so similar to now, especially when they put the COVID-19 information center stamp on the bottom. I don't know if you're on, uh, Instagram or not, but if you say, if the image says a vaccine or COVID, um, or you, I'm not sure, I think if you write it, but if the image is, says a word that says COVID or vaccine, it puts that like, uh, this has been fact checked, whatever BS thing, which who are the fact checkers? Yeah. Um, anyway, it's just, it says a lot when they're like, they're, they're saying that I'm like, but the post has nothing to do with COVID or vaccines. Why are you putting that? Anyway. Oh, I'm going to skip over the stupid Krispy Kreme thing. Whatever, Krispy Kreme's bribing you. Let's No, actually, I'm not going to skip it. Let's go into it. Let's go. Krispy Kreme bribed people. I don't know what month that was with, you know, get your COVID shot and get a free donut. Here is literally, by the way, if you go to CNN Instagram, it looks like it's like an onion Instagram page. It is ridiculous. This is from CNN. Verify checkmark. Ooh. 
Krispy Kreme is sweetening its popular free donut promotion for customers vaccinated against COVID-19. Beginning August 30th, anyone with vaccination proof can get two free donuts each day until September 5th. The new promotion comes just after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's full approval of the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. I love how they also credited the image with Shutterstock. Who who credits Shutterstock when you buy the image? You don't have to credit when you buy an image. Anyway, the comments are hilarious. People are like COVID out, diabetes in. Encourage the vaccine. Excuse me. Encourage the vaccinated public to indulge in an extremely sugary, fattening item that does not benefit the immune system whatsoever. And the image is a Krispy Kreme donuts with. <laughs> With the COVID passport in the background, and the caption says, Krispy Kreme doubles down on free donut deal for people vaccinated against COVID. It's just, it's a joke, okay? Why do you got to bribe people with sugary donuts and addictive substances? Which, by the way, Mayor de Blasio also did that with French fries. It's the cringiest video I've ever seen in my entire life. Look it up. He's like, mmm, French fries, it's delicious. Mm, don't you want these fries? Come and get your free fries, a side of fries, when you get the experimental gene in your arm or gene therapy in your arm. It actually, it doesn't even stay in your arm. It just dissipates throughout your body anyway, which, by the way, it's supposed to stay in your arm, but it doesn't. I'm sure they're not, they're not telling you that, but I move on. These are some short headlines that I'm going to read and not really necessarily dive into. Denmark will scrap all COVID restrictions in two weeks and stop classifying it as a critical threat to society. Uh, next article is put out by NPR, which I, I don't trust NPR, but half of Israel's seriously ill patients who are currently hospitalized were fully vaccinated. Uh, yeah, NPR.org, yo. Highly, the, the, the headline is highly vaccinated Israel is seeing a dramatic surge in new COVID cases. Here's why the article is beyond cringe. I'm not even going to read into it. If you want to, you can. Um, I'm going to move on to Australia's madness. I mean, their country has fallen under uh, a total, total totalitarian regime um, beyond any conception. It's hard to believe, honestly. There are videos all over BitChute and Odyssey. You know, these other, these are, those two websites are basically, oh, also Rumble. Those websites are basically non-lefty and they allow free speech, which was amazing. Also, Gab does as well. Uh, you know, it's a blessing that I'm being kicked off of uh, lefty, woke social media platforms. And I'm finding that there are absolutely platforms out there that aren't suppressing speech. Um, you know, obviously with that, you have people that are saying, you know, gross things or whatever because you're not suppressing it. But still, I'd rather have that than uh, them deciding what is, uh, what was it, extremist views, like, I don't know if you guys have seen that image on, um, I don't know what news station put it out, ABC or something, that's like, these type of people are terrorists. I'll read from it. It says, potential terror threats. Number one, opposition to COVID measures. <laughs> Number two, claims of election fraud, comma, belief Trump can be reinstated. What? Number three, 9-11 anniversary and religious holidays on the bottom. You know, um, this is, I think, ABC. It says nightly news. I can't remember what that is. ABC? The Peacock thing? NBC? Whatever. They're all terrible. Uh, breaking news. National terrorism alert ahead of 9-11 20th anniversary. This, put, this is put out by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. I mean, just reading this is like, what the hell am I reading? How are you also going to lump in a religious holiday with underneath the same segment as a 9-11 anniversary? Like, we're not allowed to remember the fallen, the people that have died from 9-11? Like, it's so bizarre, dude. It is bizarre. It's obviously pitting 
Anyone that, you know, is a Trump supporter, that's a conservative, that says my body, my choice about the vaccine, you know, which I mean, this is crazy. It's it's showing you it's basically making people that stand up for freedom, have different beliefs than you as terrorists. And also interesting that they're labeling like religious people as terrorists. This is wild. I'm not making this up. This is NBC Nightly. Oh, that's right. says right there. NBC Nightly News full broadcast, August 13th, 2021. Madness. Absolutely madness. Um, so I'm going to play you a commercial that was, I, I, I shit you not. Um, I'm not sure where it was played, but it's definitely put out by news.com.au. And I'm just going to like l- let it rip. Listen to this. If you are to catch COVID and your body cannot fight any longer, then we will make you as comfortable as possible. We will wash your body with warm flannels and gently roll you, then surround you with white cloud pillows to prevent painful areas developing. We will hold your hand and talk to you gently, laugh at ourselves and sing songs. We will turn on the electric oil burner to envelope you in sweet, calming fragrance. The lights will be low. You can relax now. When you're very close to the end, your family will be called. Salty tears splashing across their cheeks while they whisper, I love you, into the receiver, a lifetime away. At the end, after your last breath, we will be there to offer condolences. Sorry we couldn't do more. Sorry your heart is broken. We will care for you until the caretaker comes to zip you up in a thick rubber cadaver bag and roll you away. You brave COVID denier. Look at the legacy you've left behind. You are now free. Well, holy fucking shit. Have you ever seen such a dramatic, ridiculous, fear-mongering fucking ad such as that piece of shit? <laughs> Have ya? I fucking doubt it. Holy dooly. They're like, we're gonna wrap you up in cotton wool. We're gonna sing you songs. We're gonna massage your little temples. And then when you die, our salty, salty, salty tears. Oh, the salt is in the tears, baby. We're just gonna be so salty after those tears. And then we're gonna put you in a fucking body bag. Alrighty, Rue, because you didn't get the fucking vaccine like we told you to. Alright, dickheads? Huh? That's what they're trying to fucking do. <laughs> Oh, holy shit on a stick. Dead set. They're trying to push you slash bully the living fuck out of you to get this fucking vaccine that doesn't even fucking work rather than recommend a safe, effective treatment such as ivermectin that has been used on millions of people with great success. They don't want that because there's no fucking money in that. Wake up, Australia. Fuck me. (laughs) Is that not the weirdest, most psychotic thing I mean, when I listen to it, you know, there's not much to look at. It's just like screenshots of uh, hospital and doom and gloom, whatever. But listening to it, I'm just like, what? what is this? Also, the woman at the end is absolutely hilarious. How funny is she? <laughs> um, if I mean, that's so wild. Oh, it's so nasty. Anyway, let me get on with the um, headlines. Just, you know, there are, Austra- there are Australian truckers 
that are protesting COVID lockdowns and will reportedly block every highway entering into every state at the same time. A group of Australian truckers is reportedly planning a widespread shutdown in protest of continuing COVID lockdowns. Some drivers are even warning civilians to stock up on essentials in the next few days so that they can be prepared for a week or even two weeks of uh, supply chain disruption. Uh, quote from one of the truckies, it says, the truckies are in, the vets are in, I'm in. I'm willing to go to jail to save my country and children, he continues, stating that drivers have been in talks with people from around the world. Um, I found this article from C- cdlllife.com. Um, and apparently I, there was this one video I saw on BitChute of this Australian woman that was being pulled over. It was basically in tears. It was the most heartbreaking thing ever um, about how she drove three hours to support the truckers and she got there and there wasn't anyone there and she's just can't believe how australian people are not standing up for their freedoms or just even remotely fighting this i've seen multiple videos of people being arrested and harassed for not having a mask on being literally just even being outside of their homes um and it's crazy the amount of police that pile on there's this one woman that was body slammed to the cement floor. She's screaming, blood-curdling screams. Um, I do not comply. Or not, oh, I'm sorry. I do not consent. And she's, I mean, the screams are, I can't get it out of my head. It's horrible, dude. Um, You know, and it's, there's three cops that are pinning her down and she's wailing, being like, I'm a handicap. Um, And then there's like six more cops that come and and assist this one person. And the video ends with them uh, lifting her up and picking her up and uh, I mean, there's videos of people being dragged away for simply not having a mask on in Australia or, you know, being outside of the five meters from their home. It's, it's maddening. It's horrifying to watch. Next news article is again, if you want to see these videos, by the way, go to B I T C H U T E dot com and just type in Australia and you'll find it all there. Horrifying. Ugh, it's honestly just heartbreaking. Next headline is Australia building quarantine camps as military goes door to door to enforce lockdown orders. The Australian military has been brought in and is going door to door to make sure people are obeying lockdown orders. Um, this is literally something they also wrote in the article there. It says, if you know someone who has plans to protest, the police believe you are obligated to talk them out of it or rat them out. This sounds like something the SS, KGB and FBI would do. Meanwhile, in Australia, if you have a loved one you believe is going to protest this weekend, you are obliged to talk them out of it. If you know someone who attends an illegal gathering this weekend, you must call Crime Stoppers. How is this not communism? I mean, so many of the videos I've watched of Australian locals say this communism has infiltrated their country, like ratting out one another. Uh, my husband comes from a communist, uh, previously communist run country. He knows a, l- a little bit about it. Um, and I've learned through him the horrors of communism. And this sounds identical of like ratting out people in the hopes that maybe you'll get. I don't even know if people there even I don't even think they get any like uh, freebies or like handouts for doing that. I think that they would do that. They would bribe people with that in uh, uh, previous, you know, countries that have been run by communism. Just madness. Um, so let me continue. Australia has become, constr- be- excuse me, begun construction on their second COVID-19 quarantine camp, decept- deceptively called Melbourne Center for National Resilience. It's down the road from Melbourne Airport, known locally as Tullamarine Airport, which serves the city of Melbourne and is, and is Australia's second busiest airport. 
The 1,000-bed quarantine facility will be finished by the end of the year, but will be operational as soon as it can accommodate 500 beds. Um, yeah, this is the same thing I said. It's kind of out of order. Forgive me. It's just New South Wales Prime Police Minister says you must report family and friends who attend Freedom Rally. Wow. I mean, I, uh, my mom and other people are saying Australia just falls victim to this. I will comply. I'll do what you say, police, because it's a very godless country. And um, even local Australians say that they are just bending the knees of this because, um, I don't know, they don't have the Constitution. Um, and they haven't had any type of wars. So uh, it's, it's just horrifying. Let's see. Let me continue. As the NSW police force continues to monitor online and other commentary in relation to protest activity this weekend, preparations are well underway for a highly visible and mobile police operation to, to disrupt activities and prevent mass gatherings anywhere in the state. The police health orders are in place to restrict contact and movement so we can further prevent excuse me, so we can prevent further spread of COVID-19. Getting the number of new cases on a downward trend, Deputy Commissioner Lanyon said. Let me add in here and say, how does this make any sense? Remember all the George Floyd protests and a single complaint was made about the spread of COVID? But heaven forbid uh, this happened in America. White motorcyclists get together. I'm not even sure why I put in white there. It's like not all white, but that's just how they label it. Um, you know, they had a motorcyclist event in montana or somewhere um and they were showing them as like the super spreader event i'm like but why would they not say anything about the protests from last year as being super spreader events we're just gonna forget forget about that one wow quote covid is happening can't you see this is absolutely about control it's about control what virus give me a break it's for your health as we slam your body to the ground right yeah totally not god Oh, let's see. Um, also, I love that, like, uh, uh, <laughs> claiming that it's to get the number of new cases on a downward trend. I'm like, lockdowns don't work, my friend. Continuing, Deputy Commissioner Landon says, No reasonable person can think that a mass gathering in the current climate is in the best interest of the health and safety of our community or, or our goals to get out of lockdown. I love how they just blame it on people that are sticking up for their freedoms being like, oh, these people are stupid. You're not allowed to protest. Yeah, uh, by the way, I don't know if I've gotten that by um, by what I've said, but Australians can't even protest. And now, a learning commercial break for you. The Bill of Rights, the first 10 amendments to the U.S. Constitution. Amendment number one. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Amendment number two. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Amendment number three. No soldier shall, in time of peace, be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Amendment number four. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue 
but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Amendment number five. No person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a presentment or indictment of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia when in actual service in time of war or public danger, nor shall any person be subject for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb, nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself, nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. Amendment number six. In all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law, and to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation, to be confronted with the witnesses against him, to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor, and to have the assistance of counsel for his defense. Amendment number seven. In suits at common law, where the value in controversy shall exceed $20, the right of trial by jury shall be preserved, and no fact tried by a jury shall be otherwise re-examined in any court of the United States than according to the rules of the common law. Amendment number eight. Excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. Amendment number nine. The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. Amendment number ten. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively, or to the people. Now on to a study published by the Cochrane Library, which is a collection of databases that contain different types of high-quality independent evidence to inform healthcare decision-making. Uh, this study is called Physical Interventions to Interrupt or Reduce the Spread of Respiratory Viruses. We included nine trials, of which eight were cluster RCTs, um, I think that means random, I forgot, hold on. Anyway, comparing medical slash surgical mask versus no mask to prevent the spread of viral respiratory illness, two trials with healthcare workers and seven in the community. There is a low certainty evidence from nine trials, 3,507 participants, that wearing a mask may make little or no difference to the outcome of influenza-like illness compared to not wearing a mask. There is a moderate certainty evidence that wearing a mask probably makes little or no difference to the outcome of laboratory-confirmed influenza compared to not wearing a mask. Their conclusion was, the pooled results of randomized trials did, did not show a clear reduction in respiratory viral infection with the use of medical-slash-surgical masks during seasonal influenza. There were no clear differences between the use of medical-slash-surgical masks compared with the N95 P2 respirators in healthcare workers when used in routine care to reduce respiratory viral infection. Hand hygiene is likely to modestly reduce the burden of respiratory illness. Harms associated with physical interventions were under 
investigated. That is put out by the CochraneLibrary.com, um, which is interesting. And I've heard time and again, I just, I don't think masks, masks don't work for the sheer reason that so many people let it fall below the nose and, you know, they wind up touching their mask to shift it, to put it back up. I'm like, well, if you touched your mask, uh, you've infected, it's, it's on your hands. Like you need to change your mask now. It's wild to me that people think that masks work. How many people have you seen that have the mask below their nose? So many. They they're, they're, they don't work. I've heard that the molecule um, of the, the virus is 500 times smaller than like dust particles that you see in your room. Um, it just doesn't, I don't believe it, that masks work. That, you know. Uh, anyway, let me go on here. There is a video on BitChute by Robert Malone, Steve Kirsch, and Brett Weinstein um, talking about how the spike protein is very dangerous. It's cytotoxic. I'm going to play a segment from that. It's still so alarming that effectively the response would have to be the same. Something has gone wrong. We are in danger and we are not, we are not behaving rationally. And you can detect where we are not behaving rationally in numerous places that I hope we will get to. Um, when my carpet cleaner came and, and uh, he was wearing a mask. I said, hey, we're all vaccinated. You can take it off. And um, he said, you know, I just got um, I, I, I got the uh, Pfizer vaccine and I had a heart attack two minutes later. And so he spent the night in the hospital and he says, you know, he's kind of recovering from it. And I said, how are you? How are you doing now? And he said, you know, still, you know, feeling bad about it. And uh, he mentioned also that his wife uh, also her hand, she, you know, hold a glass like this. And her hand would be shaking like this and the water would be coming out. And she was perfect before. So I have two people. We have very few people in my house uh, because of COVID. Um, so the fish guy, the carpet cleaner, and the house cleaner, mm-hmm. right? And so to have not just one person, but him and his wife, I mean, that's like, that is like lightning striking twice in the same place. So, and so let- if it was really a safe vaccine, then what I just saw was impossible. So that's kind of what triggered me off on this. And then I had been on this Canadian uh, physician's call uh, with Dr. Um, Byram uh, Brittle, and he uh, showed this chart. And he said, normally when you vaccinate someone, the vaccine goes in the shoulder and it stays in the shoulder, in, in the shoulder area. And what happens is the antibodies are generated and they, they attack the um, this antigen in the shoulder and it wipes it out and, and we're good. But what, what, what um, Byron uh, Brittle did is he did a FOIA request to the Japanese government to look at the biodistribution data. And what he discovered is that it doesn't stay in the shoulder where we all thought it should stay. It goes throughout your entire body. It goes to your brain, to your heart. So that's two problems. One problem is it isn't where it's supposed to be, ideally. Where we thought it was, where, right. where we thought it was for all the all the and the other previous the, vaccines. The other problem, and this is your area of expertise, is that what the what these vaccines do is they encode spike protein alone, so that the immune system will learn to recognize spike protein and will catch it quickly when one is confronted with COVID. But the spike protein itself, we now know, is very dangerous. It's cytotoxic. Is that a fair description? More than fair, and I alerted the FDA about this risk um, months and months and months ago. And so we had a discussion about and, it. And to be fair, the FDA did not think that um, the S1 uh, subunit and the spike protein was toxic. And so they knew 
the FDA knew about the biodistribution. And, and one of the scary things is that the biodistribution like peaks in your ovaries. And so, so just to, to nail the point home, it, um, they did know. They did okay. know. I did send them the manuscripts. So, and, and their determination was. It's a that, harmless spike protein. That they didn't think that that was sufficient documentation of the risk that spike was biologically active. Right. Okay. They so, did not believe the spike was biologically active. So that was the big mistake. We now know the spike protein is, is very dangerous. Very dangerous. Is biologically we active. also know. So if it was very dangerous, but it did what the brochure on these vaccines says it should do, which is lodge in the membrane of the cells that are doing the transcribing, it would be a lot less destructive, right? Um. I think that's fair, and you're right. It's not just the liter that that the documentation about the vaccine. <clears throat> it's the prior literature that was put out by the people that developed it, um, that developed these clones. So they were they were aware that there was a risk of a spike being biologically active and having adverse events if it did not stay stuck to the cells that were transfected that got the RNA and made it. Okay. And, and they used a genetic engineering method of putting a transmembrane domain on it to ensure that it stayed anchored and stayed put. And there they did limited non-clinical studies to say, looks like it stays stuck. Right. We engineered it to stay stuck. They did. And, and uh, they published that. Here's right. the thing. Special engineered. Okay. Is that um, that's generally not good enough in a non-clinical data package. So before we get a product released to use in humans, in the normal situation where we're not in a rush, we have some really rigorous tests that have to be done in animals. And um, revealing that spike gets cleaved off of expressed cells and becomes free is something that absolutely should have been known and understood well before this ever gotten put into humans. So I'll just leave it at that. All right. Well, that's so what should, that, that's what should, the smoking gun. Let, let me uh, just make one thing clear. You said it very clearly, but lots of people who aren't familiar with this aren't going to get it. OK, so the RNA gets into the cell. It is translated by the ribosome into a protein. In this case, it's the spike protein, which is the best target on the coronavirus. We could debate that, but go ahead. But it's at least a very good one. It's yeah, a prominent it's a good, one. good target. And Nobody the, argues with if that. If the antibodies uh, grab onto it, the most likely thing to happen is that they will block it from doing what it does that facilitates the entry into the cell. So if everything works the way the brochure says, after, it's a good target. After about five days, though, the antibodies okay, hold on. have to be. Um, so... The whole reason to use an adenoviral vector or an mRNA is not just to generate antibodies. And a lot of the data and a lot of us that are deep in this data think that the way that they're really providing the protection is by cellular cytotoxicity. So you're getting CTLs against it. And that's the reason to use this gene therapy-based technology is not just to generate neutralizing antibodies, but to generate cytotoxic T lymphocytes. Okay, you and I are about to go down the rabbit hole because this is biologically <laughs> fascinating, which I want to avoid doing. But you just said the reason to use the adenovirus vector, which is with the DNA vaccines, not the RNA vaccines, which is what we were talking about. I would, I would call it, it's not a DNA vaccine, it's an ad vector vaccine. 
Right. It's a, it's a not, it is the use of the. A recombinant virus, which happens to be a DNA virus. Yeah. But it's the same basic idea. It's gene therapy technology applied to vaccines. Okay. It's the same technology and everything downstream of the translation of the spike protein is, is the same. Spike protein? Yeah. Is, <laughs> is the same. And, and by the way, we have no problems at all with mRNA vaccines. Right. It's just this particular vaccine, because of the spike protein and because it breaks, it cleaves off the cell and it goes throughout your body and your brain, your heart, and anywhere that you can have these symptoms that are so varied, whether it's a 16-year-old who can't talk or see 48 hours after injection or, or someone who's, you know, handshakes or someone who's, um, you know, my carpet cleaner, uh, uh, Tim. He's like disabled now. He's lost $30,000 in terms of his costs, and he's going in for an epidural because he's in such pain. And so these and these well, side effects, the, the, the victims of this, of, of this vaccine, they're not being able to tell their story at the press because, you know, Tim says, I, I try to tell my story, and the press ignores him. And we have these, um, uh, these groups that... Uh, aren't able to get uh, attention. Aren't able to get attention. A large group of people who uh, believe that they have suffered negative consequences was removed from Facebook. So there's very clearly an effort yeah, to... to 200,000 users just wiped off the, right. the planet, right? Now, if, if, there are no, if this is a perfectly safe so, vaccine... So the censoring has been going on for well over a year. It's well documented. It's unequivocal. And they here, my, my, ar my argument is that um, by implementing censoring... What we're doing is making it so that signals can't be detected. Yeah. People's voices can't be heard. And I, I'm, I'm of the opinion that we have to have free and open discussion and we have to have full disclosure of risks. And when you censor that, you cannot have that. It change, yeah, it changes everybody's mindset into believing it's safe and, and, and effective. And when you have that, you don't report these adverse events as being associated so with that's, it because you, right, you eliminate that's, it. That's you don't the, want to be the fly in the ointment well, of no, a great you, vaccine. No, you don't think yeah. it's possible, right. right? So when a doctor sees a, a miscarriage and says, I've never seen a, a baby like this in my entire career where it's so bloody and the brain is split in half and so forth. She's never seen anything like it. And she and and the woman was vaccinated a month ago and she's 25 weeks pregnant. When you have that sort of thing, the doctor says, well, it can't be the vaccine because the vaccine is safe. Well, and so they, they say, well, it must be a genetic defect. And they report it as a genetic defect and they don't even report it into the virus system. So we never see any of these safety signals because everybody is trained to think that it's safe. It couldn't have been yeah. the vaccine. So that's that's this group thing problem. So and, he, I, and I think we it is a real problem. Here's what they're going to say. So and, and I, I want to work out how this functions. Right. I can take your story. Hey, I, Steve, talked to a couple people who came through my house in various capacities and heard an alarmingly large number of stories that were very frightening. Now, everybody at this table will agree that could be anecdotal. It's totally it's, anecdotal. It's not even anecdotal. It could be the result of sampling error. It might. Oh, absolutely. Right? And so the point is, absolutely. How do you detect if something like that isn't sampling error? You find out what other people are saying. Yes, you and look. I, you go look for confirmation. And at the same time that you were having your experience, I was having a slightly different experience. I was talking to every single person that I interact with, which is definitely not a random sample of people. On the other hand, we're talking about the woman who cuts my hair, uh, my doctor, right? I was talking to everybody I encountered 
And I was asking that my dentist, I asked them, what was your experience? Did you get vaccinated? Yes. What was your experience? And the number of people who had a frightening story was alarmingly large. In fact, I believe it is the case that the only people who didn't have some anomalous reaction were my parents and Heather's mom, which may be because older people have these things less. That may be sampling error. I don't know. But the point is, there were stories that didn't sound like any vaccine I've ever heard of. People who had weeks of fire-like pain in their arm, headaches that would not go away, fevers. So I... I so I, I'm a regulatory professional and, and I do talk to the FDA um, and I have good friends there in, in um, senior positions. Um, they were aware back when we were doing randomized clinical trials that um, these adverse events were occurring. Many of them were oddly delayed um, and atypical for uh, a vaccine trial. Um, this is totally new technology, and that kind of gets at the core is I think one of our problems here is the assumption that this is like every other vaccine right. we've ever yeah. seen, and it's not. It's very different technology. Right, and, and so these, right. these weird symptoms. Let me go on here. FDA issues warning about increased risk of heart inflammation caused by the Moderna jab. Um, you know, I've heard quite a few side effects with all the vaccinations um, whether it's Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, uh, my friend from the UK, her husband who uh, became paralyzed and he was an otherwise healthy man, that was he had the AstraZeneca v uh, vaccine. Um, you know, side effects are anywhere from blood clots to you know, like I just said, paralyzed, literally can't even walk, fire down the arm, down the back. Um, did I say blood clots? I think I did. Um, heart attacks. Heart, you know, inflammation, myocardia. I think I'm saying that right. I'm going to play an audio to you uh, right now. That is um, someone's experience with the vaccine side effect. I'm Stephanie DeGarry, and um, this is my daughter, Maddie, who was in the Pfizer vaccine trial for 12 to 15 year olds. Yeah, mm -hmm. we didn't, we weren't worried. She just said she didn't think anything would happen. Started not feeling well in the middle of the night. She came into our room her heart felt like it was being pulled out of her body and then up through her neck. She had um, zaps like going down in pain, going down up and down her spine. Um, her feet and her hands like at the tips were white and they were ice cold when you touched them. Um, she couldn't even walk. She was walking on her heels and then hunched over. You couldn't touch her anywhere on her body or she would scream. And there was another hospital visit and more ER visits and, and then, yep. And then another hospital visit. So she was in the hospital three times for a total of about two months. The last time was the longest. When I was admitted. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then there were nine ER visits, I think. She woke up from the anesthesia and she could not walk at all. Nobody knows. I mean, like she said, they blamed it on anxiety. She's like running out of the room with, as fast as you can run with a walker. I want doctors to, number one, admit right now we don't know what happened, but something happened. And it was triggered by the vaccine because it happened within less than 24 hours, all this stuff. As scared as I am, I'm trying to not be scared because that's what I have to be for her. Because if I show that I'm scared, then she'll be scared.
know that there is a bigger risk with kids and admit it. Admit all the symptoms that Maddie had in the report because they're not all in there. And admit it so that other people aren't going to suffer the same. That's it. And now I'm going to play you another side effect story right now. My name is Pamela Goodman, and my 32-year-old stepson, Benjamin, was killed by the Johnson & Johnson vaccine on March 14, 2021. Within 12 hours, he was dead of a cardiac arrest, sudden death. We don't want any more people to die. Benjamin would not want anyone else to die. The autopsy is inconclusive. The medical examiner is changing their phone number, returning, refusing to answer our calls or give us a toxicology report. The mainstream media is not reporting these deaths, these serious adverse reactions. We can't bring Benjamin back. And this is not only just about Benjamin, this is about all of humanity. Benjamin would not ever want anybody to take an experimental vaccine that could cause death or permanent inju uh, injury. If he knew what he knew what now, we know now, what we know now, in March, which no one is letting anyone know, no mainstream media outlets, nothing. You have to dig and dig and dig to find anything. And even then you're called crazy and nothing has nothing to do with anything. There's no correlation. Healthy people are just dropping dead of blood clots, everything. And everything is being hidden. And Benjamin would never, ever want anyone to die or be injured. This is horrific this is criminal this is murder and one more side effect story for you here now so this message is for everybody out there that is posting their bullying posts about you're an asshole for not being vaccinated um you're you're the reason i still have to wear a mask because you won't get vaccinated um, it's, this is for you guys. Um, I originally did not want to be vaccinated because there was no long-term studies yet. And, um, prior to March of 2021, I was completely healthy. I worked out with a personal trainer twice a week. Um, I had no health issues um, besides migraines. Um, 30 minutes after I received my vaccination, I returned to work and I said, my God, I am so exhausted. Can it really be that quick? And they were like, oh, absolutely. And told me to go lay down for a little bit. Um, and since that day in March, my, um, my life really hasn't been the same. Um, every single day I have new symptoms. Um, it is now August and I'm in the hospital getting an EEG because I now have seizures. Um, so for all those people out there that are sending out all the bullying messages, um, to the people that wanted to wait because there's no long-term, um, studies done on the vaccines 
how about you quit being an asshole? How, how about that? Because right now, some days I can't get up and walk. Um, my body hurts so bad. Um, my joints hurt. My muscles ache. Um, I, my vision changes. Um, and I, I haven't told a whole lot of people about it because, you know, I don't want to be one, one of those people that people look at and, and say, oh, she's an anti-vaxxer because I'm not. Um, I just wanted to have, I wanted to be safe and I wanted to, I wanted to have the full story before I took the vaccine and I regret taking that vaccine. I'd also like to add, I got my hair done yesterday and my hairstylist, uh, he's great, but uh, he said he was in line to get the Pfizer vaccine and uh, he saw someone who had gotten the vaccine and fell over out of the chair and started writhing and uh, seizuring. Um, and he, it's funny how even before he said that, he was like, oh, it's not from the vaccine though. And I was letting him, you know, I didn't want to like interject and I just wanted him to tell his story. And then I'll ask, why do you think that wasn't from the vaccine? And he was like, oh, because, you know, people are afraid of needles and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, but those people faint, like if anything, maybe. But I'm like, seizuring, dude, that is an actual side effect from the vaccine. Um, it's insane the amount of people that I've noticed, specifically the ones that have gotten the vaccine, whether, you know, it's Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson, doesn't matter which one, but they've gotten it. But their inability to even cognitively think about something being related to the vaccine is bizarre. And I think it has something to do with like guilt or the fact that they've gotten the vaccine they can't possibly put their mind there because it's too terrifying to think about and I, honestly I understand that it is scary give me a break knowing that you willingly signed up for this he also said he got it because he didn't want to wear the mask anymore oh, and I'm like dude you shouldn't be trading your your freedoms to what you think is going to give you your freedoms and then he was like you know what's the point of even getting it now that California is, you know, having to, people have to wear a mask inside and outside. Well, not, I'm not, not outside. Fuck that shit. I mean, people do, but, um, people have to wear a mask inside and I'm not for that. I didn't wear it in the salon. Um, I would only have worn it, um, so he wouldn't get fired, which is weird because he's his own boss. But anyway, I digress. Um, I thought that was interesting. And also one of my friends, um, he got the vaccine and, uh, had a stroke and I asked him, uh, this is on Facebook back when I was on Facebook, I was like, curious, um, did you get a vaccine? And he was like, yeah, but it has nothing to do with that. And I just don't understand how people can possibly sit there and really, I mean, I guess it speaks volumes to how much um, the truth has been freaking suppressed that people can't even possibly conceivably think of it being related to the vaccine. Meanwhile, I'm like, are you effing kidding me? It's obviously, I mean, this is my opinion. I Obviously, this is my fucking podcast. I hate that I start off saying stuff like that. It irritates even me. I think it definitely has to do with the vaccine. What are the odds, okay? I know scientifically you have to like gather a pool of people to test them and whatnot to definitively say it's that but I'm like huh knowing what I know I, I whatever regardless just the fact that people can't even admit that maybe it is you know 
these people are just in a, like unable to. They dismiss it immediately. And I'm like, what? Are you crazy, dude? This is experimental. There's not even, we don't even have data on it for five years or three years. I don't even know. I don't think it's been a year yet, has it? Anyway. Continuing on with more articles, new study links acute chest pain in male soldiers to mRNA vaccines. As new study links acute chest pain in male soldiers to mRNA vaccines, more research has been published highlighting more problematic side effects linked to the COVID-19 shots. Last week, we published our latest update on rare cases of heart inflammation that have been linked to the mRNA COVID jabs, including the jabs from Pfizer and Moderna. After a hurried secret meeting with its advisory board on vaccine safety, the FDA reluctantly released a warning asking patients experiencing these symptoms to seek help immediately. The latest study published in JAMA's cardiology journal on Tuesday showed that 23 male soldiers, including 22 who were deemed previously healthy, between the ages of 20 and 51 presented acute onset of marked chest pain within four days of receiving their second dose. Patients who sought care for chest pain in the military health care system following COVID-19 vaccination and were subsequently diagnosed with clinical myocarditis were included in the case study. All of the members who tested for myocarditis, I might be saying that wrong, but for the those who aren't familiar with it, myocarditis is a condition that causes a swelling of the heart muscle. It can cause difficulty breathing, heart failure, and death. We're all physically fit by military standards and lacking any known history of cardiac disease, significant cardiac risk factors, or exposure to cardiotoxic agents. So that is obviously concerning. Just, just saying. 60% next article I, um, going on here. 60% of those older than 50 who die from COVID are double vaxxed, put out by Mercola. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing here is that um, the victims of the vaccine are not able to tell their stories as they are being suppressed by big tech. And they're just, this is such a, just, it's just uh, the news mainstream media is pushing out one side of the story here. Meanwhile, suppressing any sort of other truth that's going on. Half these people that are going to the hospitals um, are having severe side effects and the doctors are literally... I guess gaslighting them by being like, yeah, we don't know what it is. I think you're just have a lot of anxiety. I'm not even kidding you. Um, that's just bananas. Like they're not even putting into consideration that, oh, maybe this is a side effect from the vaccine. In fact, I've had a friend who had a stroke shortly after getting one of the vaccines. And I asked him, I was like, because at the time I didn't know. I was like, a question, I'm just curious. Did you get a vaccine? before the stroke. And he was like, yeah, but, oh, it's nothing to do with the vaccine, though. You know, I'm just unhealthy. I'm like, uh, you're not even going to consider that the vaccine had something to do with it? I think the level of people not wanting to own up to ad admitting that they contributed to their um, health failing uh, is, like, obviously would be really difficult to deal with mentally. And I don't, I don't blame people, but I think it's insanely foolish to not even put in consideration that, hey, maybe the vaccine had something to do with this. You know, it's just you got to be able to think critically. And I, it's, I know if that was me, it'd be a scary ass thought being like, oh, my God, I caused this on myself. It's obviously horrifying, but you got to come to terms with um, looking at the, the whole picture here and considering that. I say that sarcastically. Berkeley University has an entire system to track all students. Uh for, you know, COVID things, whatever. Surveillance testing badge system. Let me open the link here. 
University Health Services. It's, I shit you not, it's called Surveillance Testing Badge System. Um, let's see. La, 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 la. What is it for? This tool, it's called ETANG. I have no idea. Tracks your testing requirements set by campus health guidelines and will signal a color based on if you are current with the testing. Make sure you're up on your jabby McJab jab. Are you complying? You better be. Please see campus surveillance testing requirements for fully vaccinated faculty, staff, and students. By the way, you'll never be fully vaccinated. I'm, I'm saying this here now. Like, if you have to continually get these booster shots or another shot, like, five months down the line, you'll never be fully vaccinated. I can't wait to see them eat their own. Like, can you imagine someone who's gotten one of the jabs and was like, whoa, I had bad side effects, or maybe I read more into it, and I just want to, you know, wait it out because I don't, I want to just find out more about uh, the vaccines. Because, I mean, first of all, you're a fucking guinea pig. Sorry, I just, I, uh, I there we go, this first cuss word. No, it's not. I said shit, but whatever. You're an absolute guinea pig. Um, you're taking experimental vaccines that have not been tested long term. I don't give a flying rat's ass if FDA freaking approves it. Like, as if they have an outstanding track record. You've got to be kidding me. I, I no, like, just uh, anyway, let me go on here. What was I saying about that? Um, oh, how they're going to start eating their own. I'm sure they are. You know, say you've gotten one job. And then someone has gotten two and they're getting their booster, which, by the way, I think the booster is only for I can't remember which one. I actually thought it was for all of them. But anyway, I digress. You know, imagine I don't even know, like these uh, vaccine passport things like Lady Gaga's concert or whoever, which, by the way, she totally did require Nazi paperwork. Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett are touring, which is just bizarre. Um, you know, what if they're like you have to have two vaccinations and if you've had one, you can't come in. Like, I, I, people, when will people wake up? That's just my question. Anyway, let me go on with this uh, Berkeley website. Uh, let's see. This is, you know, underneath the what is it for on the website. Please see campus. I already said that. You're, um, let's see. You're considered fully vaccinated 14 days after your final vaccine dose. In order to be compliant, <laughs> interesting wording there, with the campus requirements to have a green campus access badge. And for your testing badge to reflect these new requirements, you must have had at least one UHS COVID test through a campus testing site. Good Lord. Fall in line. An outside vaccination must be documented by an ETANG. Anyway, let me go on with this. Um, this is crazy. It's basically an app. Uh, it's like when you log into ETANG, your homepage will not display the option to see a color-coded testing badge that indicates if you were up to date with your COVID-19 testing. And the thing is crazy. It's like, what does each color mean? This is crazy. So it has blue, green, yellow, orange, and red badge. Blue is like, it says quarantine status, not applicable in person's name, uh, date of birth, Lord. Some, I guess your, your, uh, concentration camp number, some sort of QR code, the date and time blue badge means that the tracking function of this tool is turned off and nothing is being tracked, right? Green badge means the testing tracking function is on and testing is current. Uh, it says corn. Oh, I'm sorry. The top says quarantine status. Green says quarantine status cleared. Um, yellow is quarantine status overdue. My God, this is about control, people. This is bananas. Yellow badge means the testing tracking function is on and indicates testing is not current. Currently, this matters for those that are living on campus or where it is a part of a program requirement to be in campus. Note the badge turns to green as soon as the test sample is scanned into our system. Oh, my God. This is terrifying. Orange badge, quarantine status says quarantine. 
Orange badge means a person has been put in quarantine by the UHS contact tracing team. Ugh. Red badge is quarantine status isolation. Red badge means red badge means the person tested positive or are in isolation pending evacu excuse me evaluation for COVID by UHS. Oh my lord. Oh, I'm sorry. UHS is University Health Services. Yeah, Berkeley, you're so fucking woke. Vomit. My ex-best friend lives in Berkeley. It's All this stuff kind of makes a lot of sense once I look at it. Uh, now on to Hawaii dystopian news. Honolulu's mayor announces vaccine segregation system effective on September 13th. If Oahu residents want to participate in society, they'll be forced to take an experimental mRNA gene therapy every five months into perpetuity. Perpetuity? I think that's anyway. <laughs> Um, this comes after the CDC director has said that the vaccine does not stop infection or transmission, and the CDC's own data shows that mRNA experiment has killed more people than all other vaccines combined over the last 30 years. In Hawaii, which has 600 deaths per influenza season, there have been 589 deaths in total from COVID-19 over the last 17 months, with 39 deaths under the age of 50 and zero deaths under the age of 18. Yet, let's vaccinate your children. Anyway, let me go on. 97% of those deaths have had an average of four comorbidities, according to the CDC. 97 fucking percent. <sighs> Governor David Ige announced a, quote, successful vaccination program, end quote, on July 30th, 2021, after 60% of residents were fully vaccinated. One month later, the average daily cases are uh, 351% higher than the previous all-time high in 2020 vaccines don't work they don't stop the transmission at all the people in power don't care about covid they don't care about the vaccines they care about control this entire situation is one giant demoralization campaign designed to grind us all down spiritually emotionally physically and financially if they can get us all to submit once they can get us all to submit fully and forever okay um, this is uh, another random side uh, news, I guess, headline. Hostile school board meetings have members calling it quits. In Virginia, a school, uh, excuse me, a board member resigned over what she saw as politics driving decisions on masks. School board members are largely unpaid volunteers, traditionally former educators and parents who step forward to shape school policy, choose a superintendent and review the budget. But a growing number are resigning or questioning their willingness to serve as meetings have devolved into shouting contests between deeply political constitu constituencies <laughs> over how racial issues are taught, masks and schools, and COVID-19 vaccines and testing requirements. And I don't know if you've seen any of these videos, but there's, I've seen, you know, Virginia school board meetings um, all over, actually, of, you know, parents finally standing up for something, which is amazing to see, and bravo to them, bravo to anyone that stands up for their freedoms and rights and <laughs> saying no to critical race theory racist crap crt is unbelievably racist it forces people to look at color skin color <sighs> yeah 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 let me continue on there's another quote from that article this is something that's come into play against government overreach and tyranny uh and other things that have absolutely nothing to do with the education of children said crenshaw who taught for 31 years and his district has just 500 students it's a bigger issue than the mask i just feel like the mask is the spark or trigger that got this dialogue started yep 100 percent. so i'm gonna move on to covid vaccine religious exemption documents that you can find 
um, in the show notes. It's on news.gab.com. Um, I'm going to read some of the document about um, the religious exemption. And let me start by saying it now. The church believes it to be definitely inadmissible to use the methods of so-called fetal therapy in which the human fetus on various stages of its development is aborted and used in attempts to treat various diseases and to, quote, rejuvenate an organism. Denouncing abortion as a cardinal sin, the church cannot find any justification for it, either, either even if someone may possibly benefit from the destruction of a human life contributing inevitably to ever wider spread and commercialization of abortion this practice even if it's still hypothetical effectiveness could be proved scientifically presents an example of glaring immorality and is criminal which by the way in case you didn't know um i think not even i think it's all the vaccines use uh, i'll just read it pfizer and BioNTech. the pfizer vaccine was protein tested using the abortion derived cell line hek-293 this information is enumerated by the Lazier Institute. Uh, this information is recorded by the Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory. Uh, Moderna is the same. It's the HEK-293 um, abortion-derived cell line. Uh, the Johnson & Johnson has publicly admitted to using a cell line called PER.C6. Uh, you know, there's, by the way, I had no idea there were so many vaccines. It's all in this paperwork that you can download. Religious exemption. So they have multiple citations and sources from um, monks or religious figures from around the globe in different countries, Italy, UK, I mean, you name it. And they have, they provide their stance on why, um, you know, how it's a religious exemption. And it's quite fascinating. So I'm going to read um, one of these. Elder F, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, Ephthemios is another Athenite monk who speaks about the suspicious nature of the vaccine. He firstly says, those who do not want to be vaccinated, no one should and does not have the right to force them to be vaccinated in any way. He goes on to say that the vaccine was made obligatory in some areas before it was e ever even manufactured. There is a cure, he says, but some do not want it. The cure he speaks about is the body and blood of Christ. This is a greater vaccine than anything created by mankind. The vaccine is not a cure. He notes as being confirmed by Nobel Prize-winning French scientist Luc-Antoine Montagnier, I don't know how you say it, Elder Ephemios speculates that if the vaccine were genuine and genuinely genuine and helpful, excuse me, it would not need all this propaganda. Therefore, there is no, excuse me, gosh, there is, let me start that part over. Therefore, there is reasonable suspicion of the vaccine, and it is within all appropriate logic to avoid it. These are other segments that, um, I I, I I picked from the um, paperwork here. Our church expresses its categorical opposition to conducting experiments on human embryonic cells. Because the extraction of organs implies the consent of the donor, extraction of tissues from an embryo is inconceivable given the fact that although alive, this one cannot give its consent. Today's virus, it is a means in the hands of the devil to bring people under its influence, and there will come a time when a vaccine will be offered to humanity, to humans, which will serve not so much the virus, but the enslavement of humans, the management of humans, the subjugation of humans, and it will become one of the most important tools in the hands of the devil. Uh, he speaks of the danger. It's another one. These are all segmented. He speaks of the danger of the vaccine, saying that it is a method of controlling the population, much less so than it will be for the management of any virus. Moving on. Archimandrite. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm butchering this, but Archimandrite. Philotheos says, 
We sense that the coming of this pandemic was no accident, and in fact that it was manufactured. And then came the vaccine, supposedly to suppress the pandemic, but we sense that this is all being directed, is artificial, in order to achieve what they want, their ultimate purpose. Next quote. And we can see in the way that they are now imposing the vaccine that the dark forces have their ultimate goal. We have also been prepared for this by the revelation of St. John the Evangelist. And we have been warned against the apostolic, apostolic, I don't know, I'm terrible, fathers who speak of the days of the Antichrist. Next quote, they abolish democracy, abolish human rights, abolish so many things these days. How do they reconcile all this under the pretext, of course, of the pandemic that they have produced? (laughs) Archimandrite Philotheos is in a position unlike St. Pisios described before in that he inhabits the world while this vaccine is conquering the world. He sees it as an effort by higher authorities and elites to abolish human rights for the purpose of subjugating mankind to prepare for the Antichrist. He says this vaccine is uh, to prepare humanity to be sealed in the future, meaning the mark of the beast. This is unacceptable for an Orthodox Christian, as the mark of the beast cannot be repos- re- excuse me, repented of. I absolutely cannot be a threat of the mark. Yeah. That's why people call it the, um, they think the vaccine is the mark of the beast. And I'm, I'm, I'm not debating that and saying that they're wrong, you know, at all. Um, moving on here. By the way, I, I highly recommend you guys read through that document, as if I haven't said that already. That was just some of the snippets I've taken from that um, religious exemption document. It's it's absolutely fascinating to read all the um, spiritual, Christ-fearing, religious side of um, the exemption. That being said, this next headline is going to depress you, as it did me. Top U.S. Naval officer says Navy chaplains are blocking religious vaccine exemption requests. The national, excuse me, the naval officer told National File, I am actively pursuing a religious exemption from the COVID job. The Navy is essentially saying that they have the ability to give a religious exemption as lip service to placate constitutional believers and followers. How ridiculous. There really is no intention of allowing COVID exemptions. They are merely broadcasting an illusion that exempts exist. Sort of like the illusion that the vaccines will cure the pandemic, he added. FYI, my command is pushing this shot hard right now. They are talking about disobeying direct orders and NJP, non-judicial punishment, if not done in the next two weeks. Why the rush? Scary. Wow, I can't believe I got through all my notes here. I, I um, didn't think I'd get through all this. Um, yeah, I mean, I can. Uh, this is like a random headline that I had. It's not even really related. But I just found it fascinating because... China is obviously a communist country. They recently announced that um, gamers are only allowed three hours a week to play video games. Oh, but communism's great, you guys. Not that I'm, I, I'm conflicted because I'm like, video games destroy humans anyway, but I'm never for, you know, someone else d- deciding how you get to live your life. You know, that's unfortunate if people become addicted to video games, but as if anyone has the authority to be like, you can only do this for a certain amount of time. What are they like? Is the government, your mommy and daddy being like, you must not, you can only play for three hours. It reminds me of when I was allowed, or, you know, there was parental controls on our computer down in the basement for AOL back in the day, which that's up to the, the own people and their own families to decide how to put limits on things like that. Not the, not the effing government. Ay, ay, ay. The president is you know, Biden is an absolute embarrassment to humanity. He fell asleep during a meeting with the Israel, Israeli guy. I'm terrible with like terms here. I don't know. Israeli prime minister. I don't know. Yikes. Big yikes. Um, he's constantly avoided the Afghanistan question like over and over. 
I, th- I found this to be like horrifying. Moving on here. This is the headline. Mother of slain Marine suspended from Instagram after post critical of Biden. Shauna Chapel, mother of the U.S. Marine Nareem Nikoi, 20, posted on Facebook that Instagram began flagging her post after she posted about her son on the Facebook-owned platform. Let me get a sip of water here. Give me a second. Interesting. <laughs> this is interesting. This is new. Update. On Tuesday, Facebook restored Chapel's account, telling the Daily Wire, we express our deep, deepest condolences because it got so much exposure. You fucking cowards. Anyway, we express our deepest condolences to Miss Chapel and her family. Her tribute to her heroic son does not violate any of our policies. While the post was not removed, her account was incorrectly deleted, and we have since restored... Incre- <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Backpedaling. Anyway, let me move on. A gold star mother of one of the fallen Marines killed in last week's suicide bombing at the Kabul Air International Airport says that Facebook disabled her Instagram account after she posted about her deceased son. Her older posts questioning the results of the 2020 election appear to have been noticed by Instagram censors after her pictures of her son went viral. I'm going to read you the Facebook post she made. Um, so I'm going to start now. President Joe Biden, this message is for you. I know my face is etched into your brain. I was able to look you straight in the eyes yesterday and have words with you. After I lay my son to rest, you will be seeing me again. Remember, I am the one who stood five inches from your face and was letting you know I would never get to hug my son again. Hear his laugh, and then you tried to interrupt me and give me your own sob story, and I had to tell you that this isn't about you, so don't make it about you. You then said you just wanted me to know that you know how I feel, and I let you know that you don't know how I feel, and you do not have the right to tell me you know how I feel. You then rolled your fucking eyes in your head like you were annoyed with me, and I let you know that the only reason I was talking to you was out of respect for my son, and that, the, and that was the only reason why. I then proceeded to tell you again how you took my son away from me, and how I would never be able to hug him, kiss him, and laugh with him, etc. You turned to walk away, and I let you know my son's blood was on your hands, and you threw your hands up behind you as you walked away from me like you were saying, okay, whatever. You are not the president of the United States of America, Biden. Cheating isn't winning. You are no leader of any kind. You are a weak human being and a traitor. You turn your back on my son and all of our heroes. You are leaving the White House one way or another because you do not belong there. This is in caps here. My son's blood is on your hands. All 13 of them, their blood is on your hands. If my President Trump was in his rightful seat, then my son and the heroes would still be alive. You will be seeing me again very soon. By the way, as my son and the rest of the fallen heroes were being taken off the plane yesterday, I watched you disrespect us all five different times by checking your watch. What the fuck was so important that you had to keep looking at your watch? You are nobody special, Biden. America hates you. Woo-wee. She has so many exclamation marks in that post. You can tell how livid she is. (sighs) <sighs> end of the um, post there. Let's see. Uh, Daily Wires, or excuse me, Post Millennial says, Shauna Chapel, mother of U.S. Marine. Um, yeah, okay, I already said that, actually. that's kind of, They're repeating it there. So she goes on a post on Facebook. Uh, this is a post that made Instagram disable my account. As soon as I posted about what happened to my son, Instagram started pulling up my post from months ago and sending me notifications that if I kept posting stuff like this, that they would disable my account. Post from months ago. But the real reason they disabled my account is because of this post. And Facebook will come after me next. Which, by the way, let me add in here that this is absolutely true that Instagram does this. I've had um, posts from months ago as well being, you know, Instagram warns me about, uh, you better watch out, we're going to leave your account, like, from months ago. So this is, I can definitely vouch for this. 
Um, she goes on to post on uh, Facebook again. She says, with a um, screen uh, screen grab that says your account has been disabled. So she says, it seems Instagram took it upon themselves to delete my account because I'm assuming it was because I gained so many followers over my son's death due to Biden's ne negligence, ignorance, and him being a traitor. I'm going, I'm going to assume that Facebook is going to delete me next. Funny how these leftist one-sided pieces of crap don't want the truth to come out. Keep in mind, I only posted about my heartbreak over my son. Those of you who follow me on Instagram seen my post. My post was even shared in the news, and now Instagram has disabled my account because of that post. Guess today I'll accept those interviews from Newsmax, Fox, etc. Instagram, you cannot silence me. You deleted my account because my son's blood is on Biden's hands. 13 Heroes' blood is on Biden's hands. Hoo-wee. Yeah. Um, geez. Let's see, what does this say? On Friday, Karim Nikowai's mother, Shauna Chappell, posted a photo of her Instagram account of her son with a broad smile, cradling his rifle amid the crowds of civilians and razor wire at the gate of the airport at Kabul. This is the last picture my son sent of himself. It was taken on Sunday. I know I'm still in shock right now. I feel felt my soul leave my body as I was screaming that it can't be true. No mother, no parent should ever have to hear that the child is gone. She wrote in that post. Ugh. There's an interview that Fox News conducted with one of the... Um, dads uh, my husband and I watched it I think it was last Friday and man I just broke down and started crying like I it, I felt the pain throughout my entire body it was just so painful like I don't know it's sad as hell Biden is disgusting I don't think any of this is an accident um you know I don't think he's just people are like oh he's so old and senile he doesn't know what he's doing I'm like no this is all very intentional at this point you know he <laughs> He let the Taliban have, you know, we left all of our, our, our equipment there in Afghanistan and now the Taliban owns it. You think that's an accident? I, at this point, my personal opinion is that I think uh, Biden is taking orders from the Taliban and working with them, honestly. Like he's trying to destroy America. Um, you know, it's it's very clear to me. And that's that's all I, can, I guess I'm going to say about that. Um, let me go on to some some um opinions that have been thrown at me some nastiness about me calling you know vaccine passports uh nazi papers give me a second wow i just realized this has happened to me in the past like 24 hours so one of these this guy is a uh... hello is this recording let me check real quick god i've done it like twice now where i thought i was recording yeah it's recording give me a second okay uh let's see i asked him on instagram i was like oh or how he made a post let me actually go to the post one this is a do, 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 do. he was like i won't be at dragon con he, feel, he said it feels strange to not be getting ready to see you next time folks hashtag missing you hashtag dragon con 21 hashtag dragon con not dragon con con weird anyway um so i said who'd want to support their nazi paper shit anyway and he wrote what and i said Asking for vaccination papers, segregation, making the unvaccinated the sick ones, fuck Dragon Con. And he fucking replies, he goes, oh dear, I didn't realize you'd become, let me start over. I keep slurring. I'm just, I'm tired this morning. So he said, oh dear, I didn't realize you'd become an anti-vaxxer in addition to being a turf. Gosh, that's a whole lot with like a crazy emoji face. What a piece of shit. Like, whatever. Anti-vaxxer? I'm not anti-vax. I don't trust this, these vaccines, okay? Like, why Why are you... I'm so tired of people calling me anti... Anti-vax is a new turf, by the way, in case you haven't noticed. Um, but I'm like, 
just people are so shitty. Why can't you respect people to be like, I don't trust these vaccines because it's still in a trial period. It's you're, you're a guinea pig. I have other reasons. I've done massive research. And I'd rather not risk it. I'd rather get COVID and deal with it myself, you know, and have my body do its natural thing. I don't believe in injecting synthetic shit. All right. Like, I guess you can't respect my choices. Anyway, that was ridiculous. He used to be a, in a cosplay acquaintance. And now I'm just like, you're obviously dead to me because whatever like as if turf doesn't mean anything by the way like it's a trans doesn't exist trans isn't real so how are you gonna call me some made-up slur term by the way turf is a slur.com um no one will admit that i mean you know big tech won't admit that they allow that but it means trans exclusionary radical feminist i'm like i'm not none of it makes sense i i i don't i'm not exclude trans doesn't ex trans does not exist so how am i going to be able to exclude anything what i reject the notion that you can change your sex um you know whatever it's just this like and i'm sure to call it some sort of tactic to make you feel bad by like calling you names this guy has nothing by the way that's all he said like what i just think it's hilarious when all they have to do is like all they have in their um repertoire their uh satchel is to call you names you know this guy called me a turf and an anti-vaxxer like that's that's all you have and also it was like the lamest oh dear i didn't realize you'd become an anti-vaxxer in addition to being a turf I'm like you're you're fuck off his name is costume dork by the way on instagram i'm not condoning violence or harassment but that's up to you you're a free person um this person is a like a feminist woman um, you know, she was like an, like an Instagram acquaintance to me, like barely, you know, there's certain people that I talked to back and forth and I've talked to her like once. Um, I thought her content was kind of funny. So she posted all these like Morrissey photos and I wish I screenshotted her Instagram page. Uh, but I didn't because I just don't think about screenshotting stuff in the moment before I'm like blocked. So she's, you know, posting the Morrissey stuff. And I was genuinely asking, I was like, did Morrissey require Nazi paperwork for his show in Vegas? And I mo I posted that on her public. Let me. Uh, well, I don't feel like checking, but you can check on. No, who cares? No one. No one's gonna actually look this up because I was curious if her Instagram was public or not. Um, but regardless, I made that comment public on her Instagram. I didn't DM her that, and she DMs me, which is a private thing that no one sees, which is hilarious. She intentionally shows her nasty side. She's like, incredibly fucked up of you to call me. A Wait, I didn't even call her a Nazi. I just realized she said, call me a Nazi. I didn't call her a Nazi, by the way. I called the paperwork of, you know, if the Morrissey concert or Caesar's Palace, which is where it's at. And I tried looking it up, by the way. I couldn't find any information of Caesar's requiring the vaccine uh, passport crap. I said, I was calling the paperwork Nazi. I didn't call her. I just realized she said that. I'm like, what? I didn't call her a Nazi, first off. She's a moron. Um, anyway. She said, incredibly fucked up of you to call me a Nazi. You are insufferable. I screenshotted, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> oh, no. Screenshotted. Oh! What do you mean? You screenshotted a public comment from me? I have nothing to hide. Why? Are, it's just like, <laughs> what a fucking, what a wuss. I screenshotted. Oh, no. You screenshotted? You were such a coward. You DM'd me personally uh, and didn't. Why didn't? I think it's funny and it says a lot that she didn't publicly post this on her Instagram and reply to me because she's being nasty to me. I haven't, you know, it, it's very telling how nasty these people are behind closed doors, quote, you know, that, you know, if she were to put this publicly, people would judge her like, wow, she's, she's kind of being a dick. But no, I guess she thought that she was hiding. 
you know, by DMing me. But I'm like, you couldn't even reply to me publicly when I'm, I didn't DM you. You decided to DM me. Social media is such a joke. This person's a fucking joke. You know, calling me names. Like, if you think, which I actually misread her comment. This is also why social media sucks. But incredibly fucked up people call me a Nazi. I didn't call her a Nazi. I didn't call her a Nazi. I was asking if the, I'm, I keep repeating myself here. You get it. Wow. Now I'm wondering if she, anyway, that's all um, for that one of the, uh, you know, people get so upset when I call it, and I'm not the only one that does this, by the way, good Lord, Nazi paperwork compared to Nazi Germany making the unvaxxed, these sick ones, you know, segregating people. Give me a break. I don't know how people can't see this. You're offended. Nazis are terrible. That whole Holocaust and everything is god awful. My dad's side, by the way, is full blood, full fledged Jewish. So, not that, that I mean, <laughs> you think I'm ignorant to like what Nazism is? Give me a break. Like, why are we not allowed to compare current authoritarian, um, you know, government or uh, CDC or whoever ruling over you as like they're similar to Nazis? We can't even use that word. And apparently, Instagram, like, takes down photos of hitler i'm not condoning anything I, it's just ridiculous try, I, I don't even know what angle they're going at i'm like i can't even talk about hitler or nazis now your photo was removed you, we removed your photo because it goes against our community guidelines on violence and our dangerous organizations i'm like but this isn't a i mean it just blows my mind you get what i'm going with here anyway i just i think it's kind of sad that people can't even think about how you know, wow, that's an extreme comment or maybe thought to, or whatever. Like people just get so alerted when anyone compares anything to the Holocaust or Nazi, Nazi anything. I'm like, well, maybe you should sit and think on it and decide for yourself what that, why someone would call it that, you know, L maybe hear them out instead of being like, oh my God, you said Nazi. I'm going to block you. You're an asshole. I'm like, why am I an asshole for stating the obvious here? It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense at all. Um, but I guess people just don't want to think for themselves anymore. Um, I guess that's all for now. Um, I hope you got something out of this podcast. Um, be sure to rate my podcast on Apple Podcasts if you can. Um, you know, uh, it, it does help with visibility. That's why I ask you guys to do that. Please do it though. If you, if you're listening right now, can you please do that today? Um, uh, that'd be awesome. And you can uh, donate to my podcast and my endeavors by heading to paypal.me forward slash LP Foster Kittens or become a rational revolutioneer, which my husband laughs at. He's like, why didn't you say revolutionaries? I was like, ah, revolutioneer. Why not? Let's make up words. Um, by heading to subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens. And you can get uh, that's another way to provide for me and my endeavors and uh, for it's a, it's a monthly support thing basically instead of a one-time donation it's totally up to you how you want to support my work though but I really rely on you guys to keep this afloat and I need your help so if you can um, do one of those uh, one of those support ways of support then that'd be really I'd be really grateful for that and I'm always grateful for you guys in general hang in there you know don't don't live in fear um, we're all in this together um, don't give into the segregational vaccine passport BS, you know, don't support businesses that require that. Um, you know, just even if you've had the vaccine, that's totally on you. Um, but I don't support businesses supporting that Nazi paperwork. It's ridiculous. You are literally segregating society. You are saying some people can't and some people can. It's just insane. Turn off your television 
Stop reading, you know, watching the news. Stop reading newspapers and start thinking for yourself. Thanks, you guys, for listening. God bless. Song is by Eric Clapton, and it's called This Has Gotta Stop. It was premiered on August 27th, 2021. This has gotta stop. Enough is enough. I can't take this BS any longer It's gone far enough You wanna claim my soul You'll have to come and break down this door I knew that something was going on wrong When you started laying down the law I can't move my hands I break out in sweat I wanna cry, can't take it anymore this has gotta stop, enough is enough I can't take this BS any longer It's gone far enough You wanna claim my soul You'll have to come and break down this door I've been around a long, long time I've seen it all and I'm used to being free I know who I am, try to do what's right So lock me up the key This has gotta stop Enough is enough I can't take this BS any longer It's gone far enough You wanna claim my soul You'll have to come and break down this door